tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration. Offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are. Your hosts, Jordan Marshall and Mike Langser. All right, we are back again, Mastering Mitzvahs, episode 45. And Jordan, finally, we're not waiting until like last minute on a Friday to record this. No, we're getting at it early this week. It was Wednesday afternoon. halfway, it's better than Wednesday afternoon. But you know what, it was like a hot weekend that we're just coming off of. There's so much to talk about, and why not just record as we're having our open conversation, kind of recapping the weekend. I like it. Some of the best podcast topics, which I guess we're finding out this week, too, like you know, come from our, our weekend experiences. So it's, it's, you know, while it's fresh on the brain, so, so let's two, hit it. Two things. I, I, I want to kind of do this as a weekend recap, but yeah. I also want to do this as a podcast geared around curveballs. So cool. if we have to name it, it's, you know, how to, how to handle curveballs. Because I'm going to start with you. Give me your recap, but you had some serious curveballs that you ran into on Saturday night. Yeah, man. So, like, you know, in the Bar and Bob Missile world, you know, you get your date, two, sometimes three years in advance, so much planning, hard work, time and effort goes into designing the day, um, trial and error, and then on the day of, you know, you can prepare yourself with everything, you know, uh, under the sun, so you think, you know, and then something like what happened on Saturday where the Bar Mitzvah boy, um, you know, unfortunately, uh, he, the nerves kicked in, man. It's it's a big weekend, dude. At 13 years old, you know, I, I think that, the the Jewish religion, you know. I, I just want to say nerves, like nerves. stage fright. Yeah, you know? yeah, you know, like it, it's a lot. You, you, I mean, at thirteen years old, the average kid's what, you know, going to school, maybe playing some basketball, hanging out with friends, not reading from a a, a, a Torah or you know in another yeah, language in front of. Dude, I could, bar- I could barely speak English when I was thirteen, let alone Hebrew when I had to do it. Right. You know, so I, I could totally relate to the. Uh, to the situation, um, the young man that, that we had the miss before was, uh, you know, a little bit more um, introverted. You know, he wasn't the, the the outgoing personality that you know doesn't need the you know I don't want to say guidance, but doesn't need the um, I guess. I don't even know where I'm going with it. I don't like I. <laughs> well, you know, it was such I, I know a, what you're saying. You so, know what I mean? So, like, some some young yeah. boys or, or young girls, yeah. who, you know, they are rock stars in their own right, and they thrive off of the attention. Perfect. And others are a little intimidated by the attention. One hundred percent. I didn't want to word it wrong. You know, so like, so you're beating around the bush. So getting right to it. You know, right you know. So we we had everything good to go. You know, the, the party's ready to rock. We got through cocktail hour. Everything was cool, and it came time for grand introduction and the entrance to you know introduce the family. Uh, brother, ultimately guest of honor, and he wasn't having it. And by not having, I mean he just wasn't ready to come into his room. That he just got very nervous. Uh, mom took him out on the side. So and let, let's set the tone for listeners because yeah. I, I wasn't there either. So the way I'm imagining what you told me was cocktail hour happened. Uh-huh. Uh, guests made their way into the main room, and Correct. you would do what you would normally do and take ten or fifteen minutes to the, hype up the room. The, and, the normal run through where it's time to it's, it, we're good to go, and it's 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 time to you know officially. Kick the party off. The official welcome. This well, is what we're partying was, for. Was he and his family in the main room, like dancing, like you normally would for the first few minutes? So we had the kids during cocktail hour in the main room. Okay. So um, you know the the guest of honor was 
active during the cocktail hour in the main room. But okay. we had like gaming tables going on, our photo station was rocking, like there was, it was with the enhancements. We were doing some uh, some um, little like interactive activities on the dance floor, just kind of getting them warmed up, getting the energy going. Right. So he was fine with that. And he was fine with being a group of that to okay. where it so, was so his then, show, but he was with his friends. He was in, in that, in that comfort zone. So that now comfort all zone. of a sudden you're lined up in the hallway and he kind of crashed. And well, it, it turned into, hey, I just need a minute, let me get some water. Cool, no problem. And that turned into, let me sit down on the bench by the bathroom. And that turned into, oh my God, I feel nauseous. And that turned into, hey, I need a second. Right. And the second actually ended up turning into oh, probably a half hour. Okay. A half hour or so of, of being pushed back, trying to get him to be cool with with coming into the room. And I think the, the thing that really ended up ultimately... Uh, you know, scaring him or making him nervous was the idea of being introduced into uh, his room as the star, where all eyes are going to be on right. him at that second. So I, I think it kind of overwhelmed a, him. You had an appointment with the family in uh-huh. advance and kind of went over this. Uh, did he know that this was going to happen? So I, I did a lot of back and forth with the family on this, um, and they had alerted me of, um, you know, the, the their son's, introverted personality, mm-hmm. you know, to where he was a little bit more laid back, you know, he's not very much in your face. So I had um, the pleasure of sitting with him f- briefly during our final, but he wasn't really active during the planning so right. much. I really planned it with mom and dad. So, you know, it's not, I, I kind of got the sense that he didn't want the spotlight, but, you know, I think it just, you know, all the combination of everything happening in real time was very overwhelming. But this is where on the flip, you know, I really think it takes, it took professionals, myself, the caterers, the, perfect, the the photography, like the people that came together to be the glue, it was up to us at then at, at that point to say, okay, I know we have this laundry list of stuff that's supposed to happen, but now we gotta like kind of like, it, it's time to crash course it. Like it's, we gotta you're, get you're, it. You're in a tough yeah. position because you know being a former caterer, like right. you know, I know you got a chef back in the kitchen who's like. You know, he's cooking his food, knowing it takes whatever twenty minutes to bake off the chicken, or right. You know, cook the steaks. And he wants to serve it hot. He doesn't that's want to his, That's there. his, like, main dance set. Yeah, that's it, his, like... It's not sitting yeah. under a heat lamp drying out. And, I get you know, you. He doesn't want to serve bacon, you know? Right. Like, he wants to serve, you know, uh, juicy, tender food. That everybody's going to love, correct. Um, so, I mean, Jordan, you've done... God, I probably hate to say it, but well over a thousand mitzvahs at this point in your life. Right. Have you ever had a child crack and, you know, freeze at that moment? I have dealt with nerves in that moment. I, I think that was the first time, at least in a while, that I could recall where I wasn't sure what the next step for the for him was gonna be. Like how right. what was going through his head at that point. Are we really gonna be able to do this? So I ultimately, you know, in order to make him feel comfortable in his own skin, I kinda related to the situation, saying, Hey man, I was there, you know, when I was thirteen, like and I was terrified. I'm like, you know, like it's it's asking a lot of you on, on this day, you know, not only getting up there to read, but to smile for a billion pictures, to stand next to this relative, you have no idea who the hell they are, you know, like, right. it's it's crazy, man. So, like, there's a lot going on. So, I tried to relate to the situation. I think that got through to him a little bit. And the other thing was, too, is that when I reconfigured the grand entrance to have it be like, hey, listen, why don't we just do this? Why don't you just walk inside to the room right now, unbeknownst, with your family, with mom, with dad, with your brother, and I'll bring you guys up towards the stage. Right. And as a family, I'll just say, ladies and gentlemen, how about a nice big round of applause for our Bar Mitzvah family and for, you know, just to, to leave out the last name, just for privacy reasons, you know, obviously saying their name, going through all the first names and stuff like that as a group. So that way he felt introduced 
to where it was his night, but he was with his family and they were right next to him and he could feel safe. And that was like, that was the money shot right there. So, I mean, everybody was going over different things in different ways. Do you want to come in by yourself? Do you want to come in with the dancers? Do you want to come in with your brother? I'm like, how about we just scrap the coming in part and you're already inside. Right. And all of a sudden you would, sometimes I wish we cure cancer, but you'd think I did it right there. Right. You know what I mean? Actually, all the time I wish we would cure cancer. Yeah. But, you know, like, it was like a huge epiphany went off in his head and immediately complete 180. And, right. and, and he was ready to rock and roll. So, you know, in my own right, I, I wish that I had... So at this point, we're outside, right? And other guests, relatives, close relatives, like, you know, mom's sister and dad's brother, like the people that are close to the family are feeling that something's up. Right. So as family members, they're coming out to, you know, check and make sure everything's cool as a good family member would. You know what I mean? But at that point... And everybody like, thinks they have the fix. Right. right. Everybody so, thinks they have the answer. So it, everybody means well. But at this point, you have seven people in this kid's face and all he needs is a minute. Right. You know what I mean? So like, I wish as, as, a, as a narrator and as the lead on that party, I kind of took those reins a little bit earlier instead of letting... The, the, the things happen and that's right. me that's me like but, literally saying it out here out loud like I wish I would have done that I think I handled it very well for what be, it was you can't really train for the situation right and and next week if it were to happen again it would it, it, different kid different family different circumstance right and you're trying not to be rude you're trying to be sensitive 100% to the situation in, in the, the meantime, kid in the meantime because I'm, I'm really curious I would have still been sitting out there on the bench with him bro if he how, needed to how attentive were you to the party going on just feet away in the next room? Or, or like, what was going on with your... Your attention was on the bar mitzvah boy. Right. What was going on in the other I like room what you're for getting the into 180 guests? This is a huge nugget, guys. If you're booking your talent, make sure that your talent is prepared in multiple scenarios for, for anything. I was, I'm blessed because, again, we trained for this. Our crew's super strong. I had two rock star talents, both Doms. Mm-hmm. Dom Izzo and Dom Lazaro, who are both of MC Caliber. Yep. Um, Dom Lazaro obviously has more behind the wheel time right. um, as, as a talent. And I trust him fully to do the job that I would do right. and get everybody activated. So to be perfectly honest with you, it, I was definitely thinking about the party inside, but I was confident saying, hey, listen, we're having a little situation outside. Dom Lazaro, I'm going to pass you the microphone. Just keep everybody activated. Keep them excited for the introduction. Just, you know, let them know we're moments away from a star-studded introduction featuring, you know, our, our mitzvah family. Right. He did everything that I would have done to keep the hype and keep the energy and keep the focus while so, I was out there troubleshooting. So, so the doms. We'll the doms. The doms are... Get yourself a, a pair of doms, ladies doms and gentlemen. The doms are running the party. The DJ's playing the music. Yeah. The dancers still doing their thing. So it, we didn't miss a beat. Right. And the party just... Had a elongated opening dance set. Right, which we encourage anyway. And, and in some venues are longer than others. It was a little bit longer than, than norm. But so so I'm, I'm going to say this, but you and I might have to have a, a topic, uh, a conversation off mic about this. But you know, your package always includes four dancers, mm-hmm. two male, two female in most cases. Right. Sometimes the, the scenario is a little bit different. might be three and one, but usually two and two. Not all of our MCs have the luxury of always going out with four dancers. Correct. Some of our packages are designed with three dancers. Correct. And some of our scenarios, you know, to be more budget friendly, are designed with two. This was the prime example on why two dancers might be a tricky scenario. Um, and, yeah, and, and to add to that as well, and not that any of our other packages get, you know, uh, less detail or less hustle, um, just the way, you know, the, the ball falls, uh, obviously, you know, being the owner of the brand and doing it so many years and being a sought-after talent, you know, there's there's usually more money on my on my package pricing 
for whatever reason. You know right. what I mean? So that like that's why on my crew, like I really try to make sure like there's so much money involved as well too that you know there's no room for error on on any on anything that we do. But even like just you know you just see all the time and the hard work and the effort and the dedication that goes into building these incredible days that you know you want this thing to really just take the life that it's supposed to and something like that. Where a young man is just like, in his brain, and his body, he cannot make, he's like, hey, listen, my brain wants to come inside. My legs aren't right. moving, dude. You know what I mean? Like, right. it, you can't fight with that. There's no million dollar answer for that. You just got to kind of, you got to roll with that. Well, you know, sometimes clients say to us, hey, I'm really on a budget. You know, right. I don't care. Send me your newest answer. Send me beginners. Right. And, I mean, th- this is the prime example of no matter how good you are as an MC, you can't be in two plays at once. 100%. And... You know, some of our DJs can get on the mic, but they're still not going to be out from behind the DJ booth. Mm-hmm. And in this case, 30 minutes, that's a long time to keep the flow going. So, sure uh, is. With, not, with no direction, with no ability to advance in the party because you're being held up by this gigantic thing. Right. I mean, you know? well, let, let, let's say, I mean, what else could you have done? I, I, nothing. You, you're not gonna I'd be do- honest. I, we treat it as an extra dance set for the night. Right. You know what I mean? Like... Which is is great and it's good energy, but like on, on our team and our crew, like it's a lot of it's a lot of dancing, it's right. a lot of work, and like they're hustling, like it's it's more stuff, you know. I, you know, I I was trying to think of different scenarios that I've been in that mm-hmm. are like this, you know, for the sake of this podcast, and you know, the one that I could think of was not at the grand entrance, but where we were about to show the montage. Uh, you know, guests were in their seats, they were having dinner, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, I went over to mom and dad. All right, we're going to show the montage in five minutes. You guys ready? And dad says, no, you can't show it yet. Grandpa's not here yet. He right. got lost. I mean, he was very lost. He missed all cocktail hour. He missed the first opening dance set. Um, but now, you know, they said, stall. It's okay, you know, for how long? Like, right. He's around the corner, they say. It's well, an easy word to say, but how we, much time are we I'll talking I'll never here? forget. We were in Jersey City. Parking was difficult. You know, the logistics of finding your way right. to the top floor of this building was difficult. So we're stalling and stalling and stalling. And it, it, we finally got to the point where it was like, if we don't show the montage now, mm-hmm. we have to do something. Now, my scenario is different than yours because it was later in the night. We already did the introduction. So, you know, quick curveball, we decided to play a game with the kids to at least kid, keep the kids occupied. And we showed the montage instead during dessert. I've never had what you had, though. I mean, weddings maybe, you know, the bride needs to fix her hair or bustle right. her dress. And Actually, there was a wedding not too long ago that... The dress wasn't bustled. It took 25 extra minutes. And at a wedding, you don't have that high-energy nope. intro. Yeah. You get a guest in their seats for 25 minutes. So, Well, I was going to say, too, I mean, you're sparking a lot of a lot of stories. I think the, the takeaway on that is that, you know, as families planning these events, like, I think you got to, you know, you try so hard to be supportive of, especially in this case, it's the guest of it's your son. Yeah. You know, it's his show. It's not even like it's a guest at the party. You know, like, right. I've had issues with guests. Like, you know, I've had, uh, you know, years ago, we, we were in the middle of a dance set, and speaking topic of grandpas, grandpa fell backwards, mm-hmm. smashed his head on oh, the dance floor, God. and literally the party came to a halt because we had ambulances. We had, you know, all kinds of doctors. If there was paramedics in there, like, literally everybody cleared the floor. The music had to stop. Grandpa, he was okay. Right. Thankfully, thank God. You know, but like at that point, it's your mitzvah, your grandfather's on the floor with a white dance floor, you know, like he's bleeding and it like, it's scary. So like 
being able to have companies and, and professionals that can literally think on the fly. At that point, I was like, hey guys, listen, you know, we have this going on here in the main room. We're gonna leave our immediate family to, to tend to this. I want all the kids and everybody, you guys follow me to the, the room where we had cocktail hour in. And we kept them activated with games, with prizes, keeping stuff rolling and making sure that we were tending to the guest of honor to make sure she was okay with this because it was her grandfather at the, at the time. You know what I mean? But like just being able to have professionals that no matter, we're there to create these amazing days and nobody likes to talk about the what ifs or the in case or, you know, if shit happens, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but it's very real. It's real I, life. I, I, Anything I, can happen. When I was catering, I had somebody, uh, one of the grandfathers had a heart attack at the party. I know, yeah. Taken away in an ambulance. I actually think I might have been the talent yeah. on that party. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the dad happened to be a doctor as a matter of fact. Right. But, uh, you know, the show must go on was going to be kind of my, my slogan for this uh, podcast also. I mean, you... We could even equate it to the situation with the mom who unfortunately had too much to drink at her party. These are things yeah. that... Issues that we that, that happen. And I think that you need to be prepared in the back of your head for real situations as well. And just say that as a family, if we're planning this, you know, like we trust our professionals, we, we trust the people. And yes, the show must go on. And ultimately, at the end of the day, you spent all this money, you're bringing all these people together. Sometimes people from, you know, the other side of the world are flying in, adjusting their schedules. Like definitely pay mind and pay respect to the issue at hand. But always keep in the forefront that hey you know we got if we can if, if this can be executed we got to do it we got to it's got to happen yeah yeah i'm wow you know so wow. i mean it's uh it uh, it's such a such a crazy topic and that's why in the beginning of the cast like some i, I was i was at a loss for words because you know like i like to say like hey listen i'll, I'll talk about anything anywhere any shape any form and and i will you know like but there's such a, a real factor that comes into play with stuff like this. And not that what we do isn't, isn't a real thing because we're, we're obviously, you know, creating real emotion and real excitement and energy and love and passion. But like, you know, on the other end, those as, as much as amped up and as, as high powered those characteristics are on the flip, something like that happens, those same emotions are happening just in, in an opposite end with the same amount of hustle and passion. You know what I mean? It's very, it's right. intense. It gets very intense. I mean, maybe I'm going to go down a road I shouldn't go down, but... We always end up doing that. Yeah. I give mean, or take. <laughs> I sat with a client a couple days ago. They were uh-huh. looking at three other DJs. Right. One equal experience to us, reputable. Another one with much less experience, probably half our price. Uh-huh. What would happen if they booked that DJ company and this scenario happened or any of these scenarios that we talked about? You know, like, I mean, we, I, I always revert back to the story when uh, Mike P was doing a party and mm-hmm. the fire alarm went off and he was smart enough as an MC to say to his dancers, grab some party favors, grab the magician who was packing up and said, guys, we're going to do a magic show and we're going to play games and have contests in the parking lot while the fire department is... There, there's no substitute for, for time and for actual event experience. How long has Mike been doing this? I mean, like... 20 years. Forever. So, like, his arsenal and his brain, I I literally feel like, you know, like, and myself, like, 15 plus years, like, you, 20 years, like, you know, between catering, DJing, and... So, I was a guest at a wedding. I I may not have ever shared the story with you, Jordan, but I was a guest at a wedding in uh, South Jersey area, uh, one of my wife's friends. Right. And we were all sitting... We were all (laughs) sitting there in the... Uh, ceremony and you know pre-ceremony music is playing and they are moments from walking down the aisle fire alarm goes off 
they had to evacuate the building. It was it was a 90 or 100 degree day. I remember sweltering. We're outside and waiting and waiting and waiting. One fire truck comes in. Another fire truck comes in. Turns out there was a legit fire in the hotel. So, wow. I mean, this is this was a crazy scenario. So now they, the hotel has 150 guests or so standing outside in sweltering heat waiting to figure out what was going on. Turned out somebody threw a cigarette butt out a window, landed in a pile of mulch. The smoke from it went into the ventilation system, and literally they had to evacuate the building. The DJ did nothing. I mean, now, I, I don't know what he could have done. It was a wedding. It was a different right. scenario. You know, we're talking here on this Mitzvah podcast about kids, but um, the DJ did nothing. He just, you know, fire alarm went off, and he just kind of, like, chilled, and right. the building was evacuated. Now everybody's standing in the parking lot. The hotel was wise enough to figure out accommodations, and they started bringing some food outside. They started bringing cold waters. I mean, everybody was sweltering. Um, but, I mean, how much responsibility does fall on the DJ? I mean, right. I don't know. What can you do? Uh, yeah, I, and if I remember correctly, that wedding started almost two hours late. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, there was another hotel in walking distance. Like, they shared a parking lot. So they took all of us out of the sweltering heat, brought us into right. the lobby of this other hotel, opened up a, uh, a consumption bar tab. We all got loaded. I mean, right. it, was, it was actually, it was fun, but in a way it was also a little bit I mean, at that point, I probably tough. would have done like, like I would have played the shoe game or something cool right. that I don't need music. Like, who knows the bride or groom better? Like, you know, let's right. do something cool. Let's have some fun with our newlyweds. You know, like, make lemonade, man. Yeah. Make fun, make some lemonade. And I was just about to drop another F-bomb, but I pulled back because we're allowed one. Uh-huh. Make some lemonade, people. Like, I think that that's, that's the thing. I, I, people enjoy it. You know what? I, was, I, was, I actually I met with a professional yesterday, um, a, a planner, um, Andrea Hecht. And she's an avid listener of this podcast, loves the cast. And one of the big, biggest compliments that she gave me yesterday is that we were real. She likes that we, you know, like we show that we're real people. Mm-hmm. Um, the entertainment industry gets this stigma, I think, where people, you know, obviously see a good time, they see a party, they see personality, they see, uh, you know, a local local rock stars. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like like the same way you would, uh, you know, see a, a touring, you know, uh, hip hop group or like an artist. Like you know, like they see these big bold personalities, and you know, I think sometimes people forget, not on purpose and not in a bad way, that that we're real humans like individuals people that you know feel the same way as as, as the normal every day and and think but look you know sometimes you, the same you way had as this tough day, scenario so. saturday night yeah and then sunday morning you had to wake up drive north thursday and do a showcase yeah, completely different a bridal show yeah so completely opposite end different type of client different age range of people like right. being able to switch gears uh, let's go back to saturday before your gig you called me i've never seen you like this but you know you you nearly slid off the road 100 I was terrified. <laughs> I've never seen you. Like and I just this. needed to scream. I was like, "Yo, I need to talk to somebody." I'm like, the I turned the truck in the snow, and the truck didn't turn. Well, it just kept going the same way. I'm like, and there was all there was in front of me was woods. This is the not, <laughs> not so glamorous part of what we do, but it's true. It was snowing. It was icy, and the show must go. I on. had to shake that off in five minutes. I was like, "I'm good." Uh, you probably forgot all about <laughs> it yeah, until, until you just, just re- it. Now my armpits are sweating again. So thank you. But uh, yeah, my near brush with death. I got a bunch of dead ants. You want to talk about them too? <laughs> Oh man, no, but like that was one of the biggest things. That was such a great compliment from her yesterday. Is that she's like, you guys are so real. She's like, and I feel like you really tackle issues and situations that happen. That you know, 
the client on, on the norm would never get the opportunity to, to to understand and see just in case they were in the same position and like this stuff happens man right. it happens so like you know like it is an amazing day it's an amazing weekend that we're, we're constructing for these families um so much hard work time and effort but I, I think that being prepared for the just in case and having it in the back of your head right just knowing that hey okay like all right, we got a situation here, but we're, we got this. We're good. Well, That's let, huge. Let, let's give a big shout-out shout out to all the listeners because yeah. Monday, Martin Luther King Day, busy day here in the office. We were cranking, we bro. Had, it was awesome. I turned around. I'm like, who are all these people? Two separate families, unbeknownst to each other. They both are listeners of the podcast. It was, you know, we're doing the right thing doing this. We hope, you know, you guys are all enjoying. We always say week after week, if you have ideas for topics, send it our way. You know, we're not sitting here with a list of ideas, right. but... Uh, you know, things pop up weekend after weekend and it kind of sparks uh, an idea. I mean, if we were to talk about the rest of the weekend, right? we had stellar events, and but nothing as, you know, uh, impactful as what you mm-hmm. went through. You know, we had, uh, I think, four other mitzvahs and all were great events. Everybody was happy. Uh, you know, I hate to say they were typical, but in, in comparison to your event, which was atypical, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, and I would say too for for all you guys, because so, we like like Mike says it every week. You know, we design this podcast for for takeaways and for you guys as the listeners to be able to take stuff and utilize it in your own planning. Um, and I'm, I'll throw this over to you after. But I think that you know when you're booking your professionals, regardless of what it is, you know, entertainment, photography, videography, the venue, the mainstays for your your party, it's okay to ask the just in case questions. Be like, hey, this all sounds awesome. But, you know, I, I want to let you know one-on-one, you know, like maybe have the family leave and be like, I just want to let you know, you know, my, my son, my daughter, they're a little bit shy. You know, they're not really used to this situation. It might be a little tough to do certain things. Like, do you do you have experience with that? How would you we, handle that? Like, it's okay to talk about that. We have spoken on several podcasts about um, different things that we wish clients would help us out with. And right. We had a, a difficult podcast to talk about, but the special needs podcast. Mm-hmm. Very real and, and, and but difficult, yes. And, and, you know, one of the things that we said in that podcast is, you know, if you have a scenario at home that is not your typical scenario, mm-hmm. explain what's going on to, you know, the lead entertainer. Right. So that, you know, he and maybe even the venue are aware that, a scenario may occur, uh-huh. um, and whatever's going to make, whatever's going to instill the comfort, whatever's going to get that situation or that person or the the idea to, to have better flow. Like, I, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll that's, that's the right answer. If you knew going into this, mm. Jordan, that there was a chance, good chance, or a chance, a sliver of a chance, whatever it may be, that this poor mitzvah boy might have, you know, had a nervous uh, breakdown prior to the grand entrance. At 13, who's having nervous, nervous breakdowns, man. But, crazy, but what right? would you have... <laughs> my life, bro, is crazy. Listen, would you, would you have suggested a different grand entrance right from the beginning? 100%. Okay. 100%. Um, I, and I would have said, too, like, I, I think also, too, and it, it might have been... It was partially my own fault. I didn't insist to sit with the guest of honor... For an elongated, like he, once he was like, hey, what's up? Here's my thing. He kind of left the situation. I should have probably had him sit with me a little bit longer so I could feel him out a little bit better. Um, Looking back on it. We we talked about two weeks ago in the podcast, the kid that left the office, you and him were like best friends talking about sneakers and hats and clothing. Home home run. You know, so 
in in many cases you get that opportunity to become right. a friend, a mentor, a idol almost of these kids. So if you say, "Hey, buddy, I'm gonna make you look like a rock star," you just follow my lead. They right. will. And in other cases, you know, you said it's your fault, but I'm gonna say it's not necessarily because. Sometimes we sit with families and they kind of keep the kid in the other room. Right. You know? My thing is too is that when I approach a, a child like that, I want them to know that I got their back and I'm looking to make them comfortable in any light that they feel comfortable in. Right. So I guess rather than harping on the fact, because he knows it, you know what I mean? Like instead of me harping on it, like I kind of like let him know that I get it and it's going to be all good. Right. You know, so it, it, you're definitely walking a fine line, but I feel like it, I could have, if I could have seen it coming, a little bit more, but again, like I don't think it really wasn't something that could have been predicted because he was good. Right. He was good, and literally, like we lined up, and it wasn't even like he was just. You saw him like say stuff. To, the color in his face, Mike, right. just left his body. Like you can't control that. Like sure. he just went green, I, and I was like, oh my god. I had it happen to me. I th- I think I talked about it on the podcast, but. I got sick mm-hmm. at a party, mm-hmm. you know. And, oh, and you're on the floor. I, I was a DJ, yeah, and I was like at Palms. Yeah, how am I going to get through the rest of the night as the DJ? That. And you know, you didn't. <laughs> we called somebody in. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but I remember until he was able to get there. You know, I was you still playing music until uh, I could get covered. Hunched you know? over. I know. <laughs> it's uh, again the show must go on. I, I know. I, I guess one last thing to talk about. You know. Um, well, I was, well, before you get into your topic, I wanted to pay, like play it off to you. Do you have any suggestions on like how how can it be a little bit easier maybe for a client to speak to a professional about as the parents? I assume that you even if you don't know that it, it might be as severe or it might become as severe. I don't want to say severe, but for lack of a better term, of an of an issue as it as it would be. They have to know something. You have to know more than right. us. So I mean, you're 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 making my mind think and. Uh, as we, you know, have an event planning tool that we sent to all the clients, right. I'm almost thinking, you know, Make should, a category there be, for it. should there be a question like, do you have any concerns? That's great. You know, or uh, is there anything that you should let us know about? Uh, but at the same token, uh, you know, I also kind of feel like shame on the client that doesn't volunteer some of that really important information. And, it, and I'm sure it's sensitive, but you know what? Like people tell us, hey, I'm going through a divorce. This is, you know, make sure you keep this side of the family separate from that side of the family. Like, we become, we don't want to be their counselor, but you know, we have to at least be aware of what our surroundings are. I think we also have to realize, too, that divorce is one thing that's adult to adult. When you're dealing with with kids, right? you know, it's a lot more sensitive. Like, and, and I get it as a parent. Like, you, you probably get it as a parent. I mean, I'm not a parent, um, you know, myself, but protecting and wanting to protect yeah. your child as much as possible is obviously the big thing. So it's not, I, I think that, it's not necessarily that they're embarrassed of it. It's just that you know they want to keep it. But but they might be, and I mean it's true too. This yeah. is a man. I, we had a special needs event that uh, we did two for the family, and the family was maybe a little bit not necessarily in denial, but they were not very public with it, and you know we knew what was going on. We had to take many precautions. Um, I mean, so the fact that, you know, this, this guest of honor had his own, uh, I think we called it a babysitter, really, from our team, just watching over him. Um, but this family was at least open to telling us in advance, you know, I believe that my son needs additional supervision. Um, so, you know, we kind of knew what might happen. And we also knew what his um, um, 
ticks might be. Yeah. You know, what, what might what set them off. What the stims are, what's going to set them off. Yeah, 100%. Like, I mean, I've, I've had events where, you know, we petition and, uh, you know, we, we've made it cool to have, like, the service dog there for, for the guest of right. honor. That was, you know, like, a calming effect. And, you know, like, 2020, man, the world is crazy. Right now, there's so much stuff going on, and it's all over media, and so many different topics, and so many different issues, and so many newfound—I don't want to say diseases, but newfound like uh, you know things that are going on and happening, whether they're good, bad, whatever. You know, like, and and most of the time, you read something, and you're like, "Oh, that's me. I have that." You know what I mean? Like, it's it's crazy. So, you know, I say it all the time. Like, we're part therapist. (laughs) (laughs) In addition to being these entertainers, and it's so true, man. Like. I think just being comfortable, and this was what we preached the entire time. This is exactly why, no matter how cool your gaming tables are, how big your LED flat panel TVs are, they're showing your montage. Nothing substitutes pure talent that will just literally help you, you know, get through that entire day. Right. There's right. no substitute. So the the only thing I want to add for closure, you know, in other podcasts we talked about some precautions that you could take as a family. Like, you know, you mentioned months ago the family where. Uh, you know, they didn't have a backup change of clothes for the guest of honor. Right. And, you know, at cocktail hour, his friends, good friends that they are, spilled Shirley Temple all over him. And the party was delayed because somebody had to go buy him a new white shirt. Right. I mean, he didn't have to, but who wants to take pictures in a completely stained shirt? Right. Like so, you know, I mean? you know uh, not that there were precautions that could have been taken in this past Saturday scenario, but, you know, families, you know, my plea to you is if you're planning a big once-in-a-lifetime event, you know, where there are no redos... Take whatever precautions that you can think of, whether it's extra clothing, extra shoes. You know, I, women always like the heel breaks off the shoe. Like right. you have to have another shoe. Like right. you know, like or you're going barefoot. You know, right. like um, whatever precautions you can take, take it. Uh, you know, plan ahead and you know, plan for the worst and hope for the best. And if you're if you're stumped, shoot us an email. We'll help you. Excellent. <laughs> so let's wrap this one up. Episode forty five of Mastering Mitzvahs. Uh, Jordan Marshall, Michael Langsner, always here for mitzvah tips and tricks. We'll see you guys and talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. Later.